Welcome to another episode of Junior Achievement of South Florida's Recipe for Success. Just as there are no two recipes that contain the exact same ingredients or measurements, there are no two success stories exactly the same. Recipe for Success features entrepreneurs, visionary leaders, and innovators of all ages who will share the ingredients that make them successful. Here's your host, Lori Salarulo, President and CEO of Junior Achievement of South Florida. Hi, everyone. I am Lori Salarulo, and I'm your host for JA's Recipe for Success. Uh, I am so thrilled to be here and to have the opportunity to, to feature leaders and entrepreneurs and advocates and community uh, leaders in our, commu- in our Broward County area and, and learn all about what they're doing to make this a better place as well as what they're doing to be uh, successful leaders uh, and how we can learn from them as well. And, and also to learn more about their industries and their businesses, especially during this pandemic time. Uh, so today's guest is someone who has been a longtime supporter of Junior Achievement of South Florida. I have known him in the community for quite some time, um, but really all about giving back. And I love this story because um, our guest, Patrick Dowd, who's the owner of Dowd's Fine Jewelry, um, is, is, was established in 1895. So can you imagine that they're going into their fifth generation? And so welcome uh, to Patrick. And we're going to talk more about that, I know. But how are you? Doing great, Lori. How are you doing? I am doing great. You know, I know we're probably supposed to say we're not doing well because we're in a pandemic. But, you know, I think that's one of the things I've always admired about you. You are always smiling no matter what. And you make the best of things. Absolutely. That's, that's the only way to go. That's the only recipe. If you feel negative, you're going to be negative. So you have to, you have to be positive. Life's wonderful. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's interesting. I, um, I send my nieces and nephews all a quote every morning in a text. So um, when I send it too early, they really don't like me very much. But, um, you know, because they're sleeping in. But I just said to them the other day, I want you to stop and just for a few minutes, write down 10 things that you are, you know, grateful for, that you are fortunate that, you know, not to get religious, but that God gave you in your life, right? Whatever your religion is, right? If you have some faith, you realize that maybe that has something to do with it, um, you know, and what you're so fortunate to have. And because I think we don't stop and and do that often enough sometimes. No, no doubt. We're all blessed as long as you have your health, which is important, and your family, which is important. Um, I was reading something earlier about um, Steve Jobs, and as successful as he was, um, unfortunately, on his deathbed, as success, all the success he had, um, he just didn't have connection with his family and his friends, and and so you know, it's it's got to be a whole package, you know, health, family, love, friends, and um, you know, business and giving back to the community and. And just doing something where, you know, on your last days on earth, you're, you know, you're going to be able to say, you know, I, 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 I did okay. I did it right. So, Absolutely. And you mentioned the word family several times in that. Um, and so I, I want to touch a little bit on what I mentioned in the introduction, which is, you know, that this is, as you said, um, your uh, the fourth generation, correct? And then the now generation. generation involved in the business. You know, talk a little bit about that. You know, maybe just 
you know, sometimes how, how do you keep that going for so long? I mean, 1895, that's a long time. Yeah, it's, um, it's a difficult, uh, you know, in the business or any business, you know, in, in reading up on this, you know, there's a generation that either doesn't have the desire, doesn't have the knowledge, doesn't have the work ethic, just uh, so to have it for 125 years is, is definitely one of our, uh, you know, one of our proudest uh, achievements. Um, I, I started doing this when I was a teenager and I actually went to college uh, when I was real young. I always worked for the family. You know, nobody, nobody sat around, everybody worked. And uh, I actually went to college to be a dentist and I worked full time and I uh, went to college full time. So I didn't have that college experience. Um, one thing is I've never had a drink in my life. I've never taken a drug in my life, which is uh, a little bit unusual. So I've never had that college experience. And the more involved I got into the family business, the more I really, really enjoyed it. So um, I switched from pre-dent to business. And, you know, um, started when when I, I was the next generation, did things the way that I wanted to do. And and, and here we are. We're, 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 you know, one of the if not the biggest jeweler in Fort Lauderdale and yeah. the best jeweler in Broward many years in a row. And, and uh, so we're, we're, we're blessed and we work hard at it, but um, we're, we're, we're blessed yeah. for sure. And we have the next generation coming. My, uh, my niece Bailey is uh, doing all of our marketing. And uh, so we have the fifth generation. So in, in the United States, there's about 25,000 jewelers. And the number of jewelers that uh, are in business with the same family for over 100 years is less than 100 in, in the country. So we're, we're, we're something proud. We're really, really proud of it. And, and uh, you know, something that many people can say. Yeah, you're in a, you're in a special club, it sounds like. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you worked your way up, obviously, in the business. Yes. Um, and so how, you know, I, I, I'm assuming, but I, I don't want to assume, but I'm thinking that you might have had to do things differently than, right, the family member before you. Absolutely. Um, so how did you know, right, getting into the business, what were some of the things you did? What were some of the things you had to have in you, right, to make those changes, especially when the family before you all think that you should keep doing things the way they want you to do them, right? That's a great point. Um, you know, every, you know, one lesson I learned is always have to adapt, um, whether it's my niece, who's fifth generation, whether it's us currently or myself when I was, you know, the young snapper that was coming up. So, um, you know, years ago when I got involved with the business, like my um, um, my family wasn't into the bridal market. In the bridal market, there's a lot of detail. You know, the couples, you have to spend hours and hours with people where years ago it was like, here's a ring. Uh, here's about the quality and, you know, do you want it or do you not want it type of thing where nowadays with the internet and all the information, it's so much better for the consumer. You know, you just have to educate the consumer. So we, we, we educating the consumer makes it so much easier for us. And uh, um, we, 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 information is key for the consumer and we 
thrive on giving out the information. In fact, even on the back of my business card, I put, I have a whole schematic about uh, qualities of diamonds. And so everybody, when they look at it, they're familiar with what it is. Um, and another thing too is, is with the internet and the next generation is, is pricing. So uh, I'm doing this 43 years and I've never had anybody say that I overcharged them. And which is there again, great for the consumer. So we know our market. We know what every single store sells something for. So we always want to be less than everybody else. And a lot of places say that they're less, but they're less because they're selling an inferior product and not disclosing it. So we have a money back guarantee. We stand behind it. I put my cell phone on my card. If somebody has an issue, they call me at midnight. I'm, I'm picking up the phone. So, uh, you know, they didn't do that in the past generation. So uh, uh, Internet's had a lot to do with it. Uh, the, um, the information about diamonds is not like it was years ago. They used to call a diamond a white diamond, a silver cape. But, you know, now there's just specifics on percentage of depth and top of the area. And... Uh, um, we sold a diamond the other day and somebody said we were cheaper than Costco, which we were because, you know, wow. we're, we are, are, you know, we, we, we know what the market is. So um, when somebody comes in here, you know, not that it happens every time, but the large, large, large majority of times people come in, you know, they're going to buy from us because of pricing, stand behind it, you know, working with it. And, and then customer service and helping to educate them so that they, they, they develop that trust. Yeah, totally. Right your customers, right? Um, you know, so it's interesting, you know, all of these things are so important and, and even in normal times, right? There's so much competition, as you said, in, in the in the industry, you know, with the pandemic, I'd love to hear a little bit about how the, the pandemic and COVID have affected, right? The luxury retail. So retail for the most part seems to be doing okay, uh, especially home type goods and things like that. How is it doing in the luxury item? Well, in the jewelry business, you can have, like every other business, higher end, lower end. Uh, there are, uh, you know, there are, are quite a few jewelry stores that are going out of business. And the strong get stronger, the weak get weaker. Uh, so that's something to keep in mind is, is, you know, always be on top of your game and always be the business that takes one, you know, one step farther than anybody else that goes the extra mile that stands behind it. Uh, um, and it's little things like that. You know, I spent two hours just uh, yesterday with somebody who had a $200 repair and I literally spent hours with them and pictures and every, and there again, it, it, it all, it's kind of like escrow in the bank where, you know, down the line, they're going to tell their friends, they're going to do whatever. So, you know, with us do what everybody else is not doing. Another thing we've done during the pandemic is, is um, you know, we diversify. A lot of stores aren't keeping up with the times, whether it's pricing, styles. Um, we have a large inventory, um, and we diversify in a number of ways. We have a store um, that is open to the public. In addition to that, we have a very large, um, uh, a very large um, wholesale business. So we, we do numerous things like supply other jewelers where if you go into a store, the piece you might be buying might be mine. Um, we have a wholesale business with diamonds. Like yesterday, I got a call from a jeweler in California of a diamond uh, that I own, the nine carat diamond, well, well, well in the six figures. And um, 
you know, they don't have the access to it. They don't have the inventory. Uh, we have a big online presence and our online, online presence is, is worldwide. So, um, um, so you, you can't just rely on somebody walking through the door, even though that's wonderful for us, you have to have different answers. So during the uh, shutdown, you know, we had somebody local, a woman local here in town, um, who right when we were closed called up and she wanted her jewelry and it was a very expensive item and we delivered it and, you know, but in addition to that, we were selling through eBay, we were selling through this website, we, um, et cetera, et cetera. So, so with being closed, we were closed to the public for two and a half months. Um, the public couldn't walk into our store. You could walk in if you had to sell something. We're, we're the largest jewelry buyer in, in, I don't know about South Florida, but definitely in Broward County. Um, so if somebody needed money, we could we could buy something from them. But but being closed for two and a half months um, and, and being the economy is so great and uh, we, you know our sales every year go up, we, with us being closed two and a half months, uh, this year will be up about two or three percent with us being closed two and a half months. So um, wow. diversify, you know, every single transaction is important. Wow. Uh, make yourself accessible. It's uh, um, that is key. price it right. I mean, obviously, with all this, if you're not lower priced than anybody else and and selling the right product and standing behind it, it's not going to work. So, yeah. Wow. That's um you know, you don't think about that, right? We walk in the store and we think it's retail. We yeah, never absolutely. know what's going on behind the scenes. But you certainly have, you were prepared, yeah, right, sure. for this for or for anything that might happen in our economy. Um, and wow, genius, Patrick. I, I, I'm like blown away yeah. by all this. Mm. And then I didn't even realize, you know, because we don't know the inner workings, mm. right, of, of your industry and your business. But um, very astute, and I, I'm really impressed and inspired by that. You know, I think, you know, one of the things that I think I see uh, a lot, and, and I saw it in the last recession as well, is companies pull back from the community, right? And not only from the community, but from marketing. And let's talk about marketing first. Okay. I've not seen you pull back from marketing. I've not pulled back. If anything, back. I've seen more marketing. Uh, absolutely. I think that's a little bit of a mistake that people do. Obviously, you have to have the financial wherewithal to do it, but we, um, you know, we we want to keep the name out there. We uh, literally, we uh, didn't pull back on marketing five percent, one percent. We 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 did everything the same. Uh, in fact, while we were doing all of this. Um, one of the marketing things we're we're doing right now is is we're we're um, we're creating commercials for TV. Now we've done that before, and um, the way we do a lot of our marketing is uh, some of the marketing that we do, we'll do it for a certain amount of time, and then we'll stop it just to keep it fresh, and then we'll take uh, that money from our marketing and putting it into something different. So we might cut back a little bit on billboards, and now we're putting it into commercials. Um, Certain things like uh, we have bus benches all over town, and uh, that we didn't, we don't leave because there again, that um, people see the name out there. Just got to keep the name out. Got to keep the name out there, and uh, the positivity. The positivity. The main thing is 
we're in business 125 years. We're um, uh, we're 30 day money back guarantee. We have a message. So um, I see advertising from other people, jewelers, and other people where um, you know there's no message, and the message is we sell widgets and you know come buy from us. Well, there's there's got to be a reason people are going to buy your widgets, and ours is money back guarantee, pricing, standing behind it. You have a problem, you're not going to have a problem. We're going to fix the problem. Um, and, uh, and you're going to be around. Because we're going to be around. Absolutely. We're, 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 you know, we're, we're, we're not going anywhere. That's for darn sure. So, uh, yeah. You know, it's so interesting. This morning I posted on LinkedIn, um, and I know you're on all the social media. So, right. um, But this morning I posted a, um, a podcast about how companies like Airbnb, the, the for-profit businesses now are saying, oh, wait a minute especially with COVID, we need to be, we need to focus on our purpose, right? Not just the bottom line. Right. Well, nonprofits have been doing that for, you know, thousands of years. Right. Uh, and so it's interesting. Um, I feel like you've had a purpose. Your business has always had that purpose um, and reason, right? And passion for why you're in business. Absolutely. Um, or, us to have somebody come into the store. We, we had a family come into the store. There were four generations that came into the store. The little baby came in, the next generation. And things like that just give you, give us, me, our team, the store, just the motivation to keep going or to, um, my grandfather sold grandparents their engagement ring and then the grandkids are buying them from us, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, between the passion of it, it's so far beyond the bottom line, between the passion of that and, and the passion of uh, giving to the community, um, is um, um, it's just something that we just take so personal, and 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 it's just it's it's like a personal and emotional thing for us that we just take so serious. And um, you know, we're we're it, it's not about the bottom line. It's it's it's, it's about just making everybody happy. Doing right for the community, doing right for our people. And it's simple. I mean, it's so simple. You know, you know, they're, they're, you, it's, it's not inventing the wheel. It's just doing whatever everybody's doing. Do it that much better. So, I love it. I love it. And so, and by the way, that reminds me. I need to get back in because I still have my mom's engagement ring and wedding band from my dad, and we had started to design something, yeah. and then I put it aside, and you know how that that happens. But it's something that I really do want to have with me always. So, um, yeah, and that being part of that memory. What's that? How do, you, how do you how do you put a value or a price on that? And there again, that's this is what life's all about. I mean, the, the, it's not about the bottom line with this. It's about the thing of you telling your friends, "Look at what Patrick did for my mother's ring," and and I take that so personal. I mean, I just take that so you know. I don't want to tell you how many times I cry when people come in, you know, or have a tear in my eye. It's just. Uh, it's just so, uh, you know, it's just, it's, I'm the, I'm, I'm the luckiest guy in the universe, no doubt about it. Oh, I love when people think they're so lucky and I love that. And so being lucky, you know, and, and being fortunate means, you know, there's a saying, and I don't know it exactly, but basically they're saying that when we are lucky and when we are fortunate that we have a response. Oh, there we are. There you are. Um, 
So giving back has been something that that you have done and the family has done and the, and the business has done for so many years. Um, and as I mentioned in the introduction, you've been a longtime supporter of junior achievement, especially our circle of wise women. Oh, wait, it's on this side. My pin uh, for, for uh, tomorrow night. We have our rosé soiree, which thank you so much for that gorgeous pearl yeah. and diamond uh, necklace, which I have to buy my, my tickets for. Um, but is it not just that, but you've, you've made these pins for all of our members. Uh, and no matter what we're doing, whether it's uncorked or any event, you are always there to support mm -hmm. us, as you are with so many. I mean, the, the list goes on and on. Um, what do you, what is it that makes you do all that? Is it, is it that it just feels good? Is it, what is it? it it's, it's, um, you know, it's twofold. Make it feel good, obviously gives you a sense of accomplishment. And then just to, you know, have the responsibility. People have responsibilities to, to, you know, it's like you, I mean, just using junior achievement as a, uh, you know, as an example, I mean, what you do for kids, we're involved with, I don't even know how many, but it's over 40 charities and anybody else comes along, we just don't say no, you know. So um, with Junior Achievement, we love the fact that, you know, it's just so important for kids to learn about finances, entrepreneurship, uh, uh, business in general. Um, and, uh, um, it, when when I f we first got involved so many so many years ago, I can't even remember how, how many years ago, it reminded me of I had a great aunt that I took care of, and uh, she had no kids, so I was like her son. And, and um, after her um, my uncle, her husband died, I mean, she literally didn't know how to write a check. Mm. And you know, and then in knowing what Junior Achievement does, the it just magnified the importance of that kids need to know this is their future, you know, how to handle money, you know, how to create a business, how to do whatever. So, you know, loving the fact that kids are involved um, is, is, uh, is, is a passion for us. So that's why we love Junior Achievement. And besides that, or, you know, we bring our, you know, we buy tickets for our whole team because literally it's the favorite, favorite function of the charities of the year. Because I don't want anybody else to get mad, any of the other charities to get mad. So. <laughs> So it's one of the favorites that are, you know. Uh, I always I go, don't tell anybody I said you're my favorite. Meanwhile, it's broadcast all of the time. Exactly, exactly. So you guys do, do a great, great job. And, and um, uh, you know, one of our mantras here at the store is, um, you know, it's Anne Frank uh, had a saying. It's like, you can never go poor by giving. Uh, so, um, you know, we're in the position, you included, you know, the, 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 you know, we live in a great community where there's just so many people that are involved and want to be involved. And uh, I get people all the time saying to me, listen, I want to get involved. What should I do? So we, we you know, we give them different names of, of, of different charities. And, and uh, uh, just recently, well, not just recently, after right after quarantine, if you remember, um, it was near impossible to get hand sanitizer. Yeah. So there again, we, you know, as a team, we made it mm -hmm. our mission to try to track down a manufacturer. And um, we did. And we ended up handing out gallons of hand sanitizer um, where, you know, they couldn't come in here. So literally, person on my day off, I'm delivering hand sanitizer to Boys and Girls Club, Big Brothers. Um, and we had wow. one one of the smaller charities that um, 
I mean, came in again, um, it's called canine therapy where they, you know, they, they, they send dogs to kids that are, you know, that have problems and adults and et cetera, et cetera. And to have her talk about, we couldn't open without this hand sanitizer. We couldn't get it. We couldn't afford it. We couldn't, you know, and I, I didn't even think of the magnitude of the smaller charity that, that how it had such an effect. We couldn't open without this, et cetera. And it was like, you know, it's, you know, brings a tear to your eye and, and, and it makes you want to do more. It makes you want to do more. And, you know, we, we, uh, uh, and then everybody needs to do that. Everybody needs to have that feeling. Everybody needs to have the, the need of, of giving and helping others. And, and, um, it just um, makes you feel so good. It's so, so darn good. So, so that it, it's gotta be an important part of your, you know, your being, um, mm-hmm. if you happen to be in a business that, um, is successful and well respected. You know, you need to have the charities um, feed off that and yeah, and um, right. help in fundraising and to help in. Uh, you know, right now it's uh, you know COVID's a tough time, so we yeah. all need to go out there and just make sure that all the charities are taken care of. So yeah, I I, I agree. I mean, there and there are companies right now who normally give to the community, right, who are struggling, and so they may not be able to do that. And so those of us who can whether we're individuals, corporations, foundations, right? We need to make sure that we're stepping up uh, if we're still doing okay. So yeah. I think that's a great point. Yeah, uh, everything is virtual and, and that doesn't yeah. mean you couldn't give uh, whatever, yeah. you know, whatever you need to do, however it is. It's not about, you know, it's just about, you know, how much money can the charities raise to take care of kids on, like on your end or, or kids yeah. with cancer or teenagers with cancer or, um foster homes or you name them all you know exactly so you mentioned the word uh entrepreneurship a couple of times um and so you are the consummate uh, entrepreneur if you could give our students our j fellow students so we're gonna have to get you as a shark maybe this year okay. um we if you could give them one word of advice as an entrepreneur as they're running their business what would that be Gosh, there's so many words. Um, I mean, what comes to mind is straightforward. Just be straightforward with people. Um, just be straightforward with people. Tell people exactly what it is. Unfortunately, there are some places that aren't full disclosure, aren't, we see it in the jewelry business all the time, where uh, we see it online all the time. I could tell you stories that would be, you know, um, my brother bought something on eBay and it wasn't what it was purported to be. And, you know, they wouldn't make it back. And, uh, um, yeah, that's, that's yeah. So being straightforward has to do with everything. Price standing behind it. Like we, we spoke about before, just yeah. the way that it is. And, and, and there's, there's it's, it's, it's as simple as that sounds. Right. Yeah. And you might lose a sale because you were straightforward, but you know what? That's okay. Cause oh, absolutely. Oh, I, I, absolutely. That I feel like they want to get something for nothing. And right. that, that, that's, that's, that's not a good thing. So. Exactly. So I always end our, I mean, before I, I go to your main ingredient uh, to success, I want to, you know, it's funny because when I start to read back mm-hmm. some of these ingredients, usually we do this at the kitchen mm-hmm. at JA world, but these days we're in my kitchen. Um, um, and so I usually have a whiteboard where I put all these ingredients that you mentioned. And as I pull them out of the conversation and just some of the things that you mentioned and some of them several times.
time. So I know they're important to you is, you know, number one, of course, always staying uh, positive. Uh, and if you're positive, right, things will be positive. So that optimism, I love that about you. Making sure that you're, you're including all the things that are important to you in life, family, friends, faith, uh, business, community, right? All of those things, having all of that, it makes for a fuller life. Um, I love that you started out uh, as a uh, going into school for a dentist and then switched to business. You talked about hard work. Uh, you talked about having to adapt. Uh, educating the consumer and quality that being open right and being able to sharing your gifts and your knowledge um, and and to me that the bottom line of that one is really about developing trust right they begin to trust you because they understand that you know this and Absolutely. you're going to steer them in the right direction um, standing behind your business your quality your merchandise all your reputation all of that I love when you said this the strong get stronger um, and and that's true um, but, and, and part of why we get stronger, I think, is that we bring others with us, Absolutely. right? You have an entire team that you've brought with you, um, which has made you stronger. Um, yeah. always being on top of your game, going that extra mile. Um, okay. and I love this one. This is the one I, that I circled was diversification, making sure that you're not just a one trick pony, right? Absolutely. And that you're not just one product, but that in case something happens like a pandemic, right? Your business can withstand the, the test of time and, and can withstand whatever happens through that. Um, you know, keep on marketing, keep getting your name out there, um, shifting, right, with the market to make yep. sure you're in the right places, but continuing to build your reputation and credibility uh, and the straightforwardness that you talked about, uh, advice to our kids, um, have making sure your organization knows its purpose and stays focused on its purpose um, and that um, you can never go poor by giving. Mm -hmm. what, what an amazing recipe for success. I mean, it's no wonder that, um, I mean, you come from amazing stock, obviously. hundred. I appreciate that. Yeah. After saying all this, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling good about myself. I got to say I this. Know, right? really good. You great. realize all these ingredients. Not at all. Yeah, it comes from the heart. I never, right? never thought about that, yeah. But I, before I end, I always ask everyone this question, and that is, what is Patrick Dowd's main ingredient to success? It might be one of the ones you mentioned, but it might be something different. You know, there's so, um, God, there's just so many things. Just, you know, I, I guess the bottom line is do the right thing. Mm. Do, do the right thing. You know, whether it's your work ethic, whether it's your product, whether it's your marketing, whether it's your go down the line, you know, um, delivery, uh, accessibility, uh, I, I, um, that, that, that would be, that, that would be what, uh, what uh, you know, a, a quick thing is an example in, in doing the right thing just to tell the kids and everything is uh, um, we're, we're a big jewelry buyer. Uh, so if somebody's Grandmother passes away, but we buy their jewelry. If a jewelry store goes out of business, we buy their jewelry. If somebody gets divorced, whatever the reason might be. So um, people come into the store, and um, so we want to pay a fair price because we want to keep doing business with them. So the picture behind me on this side here, mm -hmm. picture of me on the Today Show, national TV. Nobody knew it. They had a secret shopper, and uh, Michelle Kaczynski was a correspondent at the time, but they had no idea. So they went to 15 jewelry stores to sell jewelry. We offered the highest price. 
and the fact that they loved our the story of our longevity, all of our awards, best jewelry store, et cetera, et cetera. Um, they put us on on national TV, and, and just because of that, we we had a six figure deal with somebody in California that I never met before that they sent us their jewelry, and uh -huh. it, it, it just it gave me such pride. So just because of us doing the right thing, being straightforward, will create opportunities like you see up in the picture over here, that wherever, <laughs> wherever it is, um, creates the opportunities and the business growth uh, to succeed. Yeah, and you know what? I know that you don't do it for that reason, but I always believe that karma, right? When you do good things, good things come back to you. Um, and so I, I feel blessed to be with Junior Achievement, to be one of the organizations that yeah. work so closely with you. Um, where am I? Oh, see, yeah, I can't get it. Uh, where my pen proudly? It's crazy. Um, and so tomorrow night we'll be pinning some new women. So I know they came to the store to get yep. their pins, which was great. great. Um, and thank you again for the donation for of the necklace. So if you're watching this, you know, make sure that you get your tickets. Um, and again, Patrick, just thank you for everything that you do. Thank you for being so loyal uh, and uh, so supportive throughout of the year. And thank you for what you do for the kids. It's just so important. And um, you know, it's hard to imagine if you weren't doing this for the kids, what would happen? So thank you for doing all of that. So. Well, thank you. Thanks to everyone who's watching. Um, thank you again, Patrick, for being our guest today. And I look forward to seeing everyone on the next episode of JA's Recipe for Success. Keep it cooking. Thank you. <laughs>